there's been a murder of podcast. A bloody mess. Got one here from Tokyo Six Well. Oh. Yep. Who says Oops, and my screen's just gone. Feelings of inadequacy, darkly titillating, and morbidly curious are all descriptive terms for my eHarmony profile. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that bar. Which of these best describes your mutual interest in stabby types and repeat offenders? What was the the terms again? Wait, hang on. Is that the one you read in the next question? Feelings of inadequacy. Darkly titillating. 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 Morbidly curious. That's it. Which of these best describes your mutual interest in stabby types and repeat offenders? <laughs> Mor- morbidly dark- curious. Morbidly curious and darkly titillating, because if we're honest, morbidly curious suggests that you go, I wonder where that is, and you look into it and go, oh yes. Whereas, we're lying if we don't get a bit of a kick from it, so it's darkly titillating. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you're reading something and it takes a turn and it and the next page that you read is absolute madness because... Like the whole house is covered in blood, you're like, yes, that's what you want. So I'd say it's darkly titillating. Yeah, and it is. There is that kind of everyone's got that morbid curiosity, whether they admit it or not. Yeah, exactly. Chen, would you agree with that? Yeah, everyone's got that morbid curiosity, whether you admit it or not. But it's also the case of um, you want. To... Are you laughing, James? Because I can't hear you. I, I am laughing at the seamless way that you came into the room after not having heard any of that conversation. Picked up the earphone and then just repeating what Stormy said. <laughs> I lost my whole train of thought there. Oh, you ruined it for him, Jim. He was doing so well. I did good. But it's also, yeah, people are curious, but it's also like, oh, thank God that's not happening to me. But anyway, that was back to the fascination with true crime question, isn't it? And got another question. From who? This time it's from Samantha Sexwell, Tokyo's wife. <laughs> I'm glad to see she took her, her last name. His last name. Hi guys, I've recently taken up serial killing as a hobby. <laughs> glad to see someone we've inspired someone out there. I'm finding it very rewarding, but also time consuming. What type should I be? Shall I stick with the more ritualistic slaughter or move on to the slash and dash style? Also, any tips on the wearing of human skin? For instance, should I moisturise pre or post-mortem? Love your work. Kiss. That's a brilliant question. <laughs> should I stick with the more ritualistic slaughter or move on to the slash and dash? Go slash and dash. Just go mental. Just go she's, fucking crazy. She's brilliant, isn't she? Uh, basically, well, the thing is, if you go slashing down, you risk getting caught. What I would do is, you need to go more of a kidnap method, so you need to get four or five victims together, and then, like, a crossbow through older heads. <laughs> like, to, like, save like you've time. thought of this question before. Well, it's just, it's just common sense, isn't it? Very efficient. <laughs> Especially if you can and get the bolt back and use it again. Exactly. Uh, bullets, once they're gone, they're gone. Regarding moisturising... It's always good to moisturise. I remember right, I remember once, it was probably Wait, first Christmas I'd spent with my, my good lady's family, and I struggled with dry skin that then turned into rosacea. So it's like an actual skin complaint. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, when I first started seeing it, I was using a moisturiser, because it used to get very bad dry skin, and it was just an ordinary thing. I would use it as and when I needed to. 
Then we were playing Family Christmas. I've been seeing her for about four months, five months. One of the, in charades or Pictionary, one of the things was that one of those guessing games, I don't know which one it was, she basically said, it's something that you do, James. And I said, what? And the answer was moisturise. Articulate. And that was in front of her entire extended family. Articulate, yeah, that was it. In front of her entire extended family, of me looking like some bearded metrosexual. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's dry skin cream. It's not- I don't moisturise regularly. I don't have a skincare regime. So, uh, I think at that point I wished I was dead, but... Yeah. But would you... So do you think moisturising before you wear the human skin would be the best option then? I would moisturise the skin, stick it to your face with semen, and that way the, the semen <laughs> would grow. I hope attach... you mean like pirates. No, 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 like sperm. Right, and right. then the semen would grow and into your skin grow. and and the skin of your, your victim. Where the fuck is this going? <laughs> and it would attach to you, so you just moisturise the outside of the victim's skin. And it would go onto your skin by default. Thanks, Samantha, for unleashing a dark-sided chain I wasn't aware of. <laughs> yeah. What? I just want to wear a skin stuck to me with semen. What's wrong with that? Fucking weirdo. Is it too much to ask? Is it too much? Is it too much to ask? Jean. Jean's up next with Graham. some questions. Graham Jean. Graham Jean. Jean cast fame. If you could be any murderer, who would you be and why? This one's a bit topical. I'd be Kevin Spacey. Oof. Fucking hell! Yeah, yeah. Why would you be him? Well, because Kate or Jerry? No, I wouldn't be Kate. Every time you come on our podcast, you make a Kate and Jerry joke, don't you? Um, No, this is a hard question, but I'd probably go Toy Boss Killer because he was a bit of a sex pest like me. (laughs) That that's true. Uh, I would probably refer to my early answer. I'd be Tony Blair. Kevin Spacey because he's got a lot of money. Yeah. Who would, who would I be? Who would I be? Uh, a lot of the ones that I like, like in inverted commas, they're the ones that are severely mentally ill. So it's kind of like I'm kind of giving up. Yeah, but James, let's be uh, honest, you're severely mentally as well. Well, well yeah, it's, it's arguable. I'm borderline. Yeah. Uh, who would I go for? Uh, Oof, the Wolves beat Man City 3 2 this evening, guys. There you go. Oh, football. Yep, football. Uh, I, I can't. I can't remember the. I can't remember the name of the, of this one. But it's uh It's basically a man that cut another man's head off on a bus ride, and then walked up and down the bus waving it. About. You told me about this. Stubby told me about this years ago. It was in Canada, yeah. wasn't it? It was somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it was basically like <laughs> it was somewhere. Everyone, <laughs> uh, everyone got off the bus, apart from this guy, and he was just walking up and down waving the severed head. That was a pretty good like snap moment when he lost lost reality so that boy yep so I'd be Kevin Spacey you'd be that boy yes there we go and if you were like murdering people and stuff you know that thing what level of guilt would you be happy with well this is a hard question because as a killer you'd be a psychopath so fuck it no holds barred go mental however if I was a kill for any other reason I just wouldn't be okay with any sort of guilt because I'm a bit of a pansy when it comes to being a little bit of a naughty boy. <laughs> I'm, I'm too honest in that regard. Jim, Jim would I, deal with it up to the level of guilt where you drop someone on their head. Yeah, and they have sleepless yeah. nights for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that, that's because I like Xandri. If I was killing people, I wouldn't really kill people that I liked. But what if you killed them so that they couldn't like other people? 
You mean what if I killed Xandra? Oh my god, no, don't no, start not that. Xandra. That would have been terrible. Xandra. Fuck you now, man. <laughs> what, what if I dropped on her head and she'd have died? How, how are we going to fill the next Q&A? <laughs> uh, yeah. That would I feel be, guilty that'd be pretty devastating. Do that. That would. Sorry, we don't want that to happen by the <laughs> I'm very good at justifying stupid things to myself, such as my terrible purchases of vehicles. Uh, so I'm quite good at justifying things internally. So I could cope with, if I could justify it somehow, such as self-defense or it was them or me or they deserved it, I could probably get away with it if I could justify it. So if they were, say, a child killer or some horrific sex offender, then... Yeah, I could probably just fight it to myself, but I think I was just killing for the sake of it. No, I probably couldn't. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, what murders would you not be able to do then? <laughs> I wouldn't be able to kill animals. Not even if you bite a turkey dick? Yeah, that was just to bleed it, then I would strangle it. <laughs> um, Animals. Even though I eat meat and animals die for it, I wouldn't be able to kill animals. But that kind of contradicts being a serial killer, because you generally kill animals first, or torture animals when you're younger anyway. Well, yeah. I think going back to what you said about you're happy to eat happy to eat them but don't want to kill them yourself. Uh, children. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I couldn't kill kids. Well, you know, I could, if kill, you, I could kill some animals. What if you killed the parents in front of the kids? Would you not want to kill the kids to so they didn't have to live with that torment the rest of their life? Oh, I don't know. Because well, that's that's the argument, isn't it? That a lot of people, a lot of the age old argument. About, you know, like, yeah, the age-old argument of if you kill the parents, do you kill the kids because you're doing the kids a favour, but you're denying them of life, but what kind of a life is it going to be? And then, but you know, it's oh, like Home Alone all over again. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. It is. That whole film is just full of deleted scenes of Hank and Marv just deciding whether they're going to cut his throat or not. Oh, brilliant. That's pretty much that's true. Actually, Home Alone too. They do hold them at gunpoint. At oh, one do point. they? Aye. Jesus Christ! So Aye. basically, animals and kids is the murders we wouldn't be Aye. able to do. So just basically any sort of man. And uh, this this question's aimed at Chen specifically. Will you ever play Gears again? Will I ever play Gears again? I probably will. You know, I probably will, Chen. I've still got to download that massive update that you told us about. How long does that take? Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Not that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> I probably will again. I don't know, I kind of... I feel like we start too late, and that's your fault, Stoby, because we start at 8 o'clock, which means we go into, like, 10 or half 10, and I start work at 5 o'clock the next day. It's the Christmas holidays, bitch. <laughs> I get drunk and go to bed at 9 o'clock. <laughs> um, I probably will play again. I don't know. I've, there's been five years of wars. I've kind of not fallen out of love with it. But... To be fair, I'm struggling with the fifth one a bit more. I still enjoy Horde mode, but... Four had a lot more life to them. It was James. It was James that got me into Gears of War. Was it? Yeah. yeah back in the day. Yeah, me, me and you used to. That was like a solid evening would be beer, dominoes and Gears of War. We'd yeah. do that all the time. It was great. My my issue is I'm not very good at computer games in general. I enjoy them. I'm not very good. And I've got a short attention span. So I like racing games because I can go on and look at some cars, race some cars, switch it off after an hour. So when we did yeah, Gears, yeah, yeah. we'd be doing it for ages, and I'd just lose interest. I wasn't very good. So the amount of times that I would be literally holding up Chen's progress. So then, I, I'm very good at watching computer games, I found. <laughs> so like, I, if you ever if you ever like would like go around someone's house, and there'd be someone playing a game, and someone was watching them, I was happy to watch and just have some occasional input. Like, oh no, don't do that, you need to go over here. Try <laughs> this. I'm happy doing that. James, have you ever played Overcooked? Yeah, I played it at your house, didn't I? 
Did you play? Oh man, it's so much fun. We need, we need <laughs> oh to play it. Oh on Game Pass now. Oh, I've got it. We, we completed it. Oh, have you? Yeah. Me, me and my girlfriend completed it. My man. This is how I gauged my relationship. Me and my last girlfriend tried it. We fell out after 15 minutes and never touched it again. Me and my new girlfriend completed both the games with three stars on every level. Out of five? Three out of three. Out, right. three. out of ten. Three out of three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking completed the game, right? <laughs> F. Um, Matt Horton asks... If you guys were serial killers, what would your MO be? Matt, right? Matt, don't know anything about Matt. He's uh, someone who's just followed the podcast, followed the group, and he's contributed greatly. So he commented something on something I said about nudes. So I was like, hmm, does he understand my humour? Does he get it? So he commented something. I was, I was like, should I comment, Matt? I asked for nudes, and I did. And I was like, this could, this could make or break him following... <laughs> the podcast but no he embraced it and his humour was spot on so well done you Matt Horton <laughs> what was the question <laughs> <laughs> that was lovely that was that was fantastic that I enjoyed I that that was you your outpouring of love yeah one of our listeners he's done good he to seems to be some going. sort of photographer if you, if you snoop his Facebook page there's some really good photos on there Really? I love how the question is right in front of you in text and you still said, what's the question? (laughs) Mate, I'm two and a half beers in. Oh, jeez, man. How are you still upright? I don't know, it's Um, past my bedtime. (laughs) If you guys were serial killers, what would your modus operandi be? Mine would be something fucking disgusting. Probably known for killing sex workers and writing profanity on the walls with their blood, like Flat Earth or Did We Land on the Moon? (laughs) That's unforgivable. You know the Earth's round. How would I kill them? I'd probably ice pick to the vagina. Oh, wow. I imagine that like a golf swing. Oh, oh God. That's my method. I'm even disgusted by it. <laughs> Jim? I'd, I think I'd just have to go for complete evisceration. Just like Stanley Knife across the stomach and then jump in. <laughs> and... and <laughs> Like a what? fucking ball pit. Well, like put a wetsuit yeah. on and. <laughs> and yeah. Go... Jesus. Oh, okay. There we go. Swiftly moving. I'd, li- on. I'd like to Matt do. I'd like question. to do the. Uh, the. This, I shouldn't be saying this at all, but this is like a comedy podcast. Uh, but you know, first and foremost, I'd like to do the Robert Napper thing, where you manage to make someone retire from the police force due to ill health because of what they've just when they discover your handiwork that's what I'd like to achieve that is yeah that's you know 10 out of 10 achievement there isn't it yeah it's almost as good as 3 stars on every level and overcooked 1 and 2 <laughs> right okay uh, so Jellybutch J asks what case did you first become obsessed with and got or got you into true crime Jellybutch J is another organic follower I believe but she knows our friend Ben Oh, does she, she knows our friend Ben. I don't Everyone know how she found. Ben. Yeah, um, with Ben. My first case, I remember I was in Dundee. I can't remember why you were up, James. You were up from England, and we were in Jimmy Chung's, and you started telling me about H H Holmes. And at that point, I was like, "Holy yeah. fucking shit! I need to listen to these podcasts." So that was my my first one, anyway. What case did you first become obsessed with? What got you into true crime? Now, I've got an older sister, and yeah, you do. Her name is Beth Lindsay. Not right. Right. This is this is like a bit of a running joke. For ages, old time that you knew Chen knew me. He couldn't remember my sister's name, so we just called her Beth because that's a perfectly acceptable name. My sister didn't know this. I'd never told her. It <laughs> you didn't heard this seem story. to be. No. 
no, it didn't seem to be. It didn't seem to be worth mentioning. Cut to. Hang on, let me work it out now. How long have I known you now, Chen? Fifteen years. Fifteen, sixteen years. It's like sixteen years, isn't it? Yeah. So, we go to. We've been having this conversation for six years, five years. My sister announces that she's pregnant. Great news, Emma's overjoyed, but she's not announcing the sex or the name. I don't know if she knew the sex, but anyway, she, everything was being kept under wraps. So we're all excited. Jen, you've met my sister a couple of times, haven't you, when she's come up to visit? Yes. Yep, and she didn't know that he always referred to her as Beth, not her name, Lindsay. She announced that she was calling her daughter when she was born. She was going to be called Bethany. Yeah, wow. That's mad, doesn't it? This is, so for years of a running joke of he would, Chen would call my sister Beth. Then through the collective conscious, <laughs> my sister then absorbed that and then called her daughter Beth. So that, that was <laughs> That's exactly quite a head fuck. It, yeah, it's yeah. a tall head fuck, isn't it? Tall head fuck. Yeah. Can you start referring was... to how I marry Scarlett Johansson? Yes, yeah. I will do. Right, God. I'll do. Stoby yeah. divorces his wife and kills himself. Right, uh, yeah, how do I, so I, I've got this older sister, so when I was younger, I was exposed to some things that, not that I shouldn't have been exposed to, <laughs> oh god, that sounds really bad, that, doesn't it? What I mean was, she's six years older than me, so while she was doing typical things for someone who was like 16, 17, like this getting into crime and stuff, no, god, that's really bad. Basically, I had a window into things I wouldn't normally have, have known about, no, that's still bad, isn't it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Right, my sister was my sister was a cool sister. How do I make this not sound creepy? She still is a cool sister. She had cool interests. I absorbed some of these cool interests, and as such, I had areas of knowledge from reading things. It might not have even been down to her. It might have been something I find myself. But anyway, for some reason, I always, as long as I can remember, knew about Jeffrey Dahmer. Going back to being in like maybe not primary school, maybe late primary. Primary school, 10, 11, 12, 13. I was getting into dark music, horror films, things like that, gory stuff. And I just... One of the main facts I remembered before I was into like true crime as a subject was the fact that when they, when they arrested Jeffrey Dahmer, there was no food in his house, but there were human hands in his fridge. Human heads and hands in his fridge. And there was no food. And that was just the fact that me being 11, 12, 13 just grasped onto and just thought it was fascinating and that was before I even knew that true crime was a thing I just found that really interesting and then did other subjects and yeah I just kind of kept coming back to it I remember when I listened to Aborted they they had an album and it was named after the type of bleach that Jeffrey Dahmer used and his flat number so it was I can't remember what it was called it was like bleach 213 it was strict 9 Two on three, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I read about that and I was like, oh my god, this is really interesting, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. They also had a song, was it on that album called The Callenger Theory, uh, which is about Dr. Joseph, well, not Doctor, it was about Joseph Callenger. That's an amazing song and also subject to look into as well. He was mental. Different podcast for a different day. <laughs> Correct. Next question was sent before Christmas. And it's now after Christmas. My fault. No, it's all our faults trying to get the three of us together. We're very busy men. <laughs> I sit about at night, get drunk. James spends a lot of time with his missus and you've got an entire family. <laughs> very, we're very busy men. Exactly. So Chris, the question was, what do you want for Christmas, James? But what did you want and what did you get? 
Well, <clears throat> I pretty much got what I wanted. I got some cool shit. I got some clothes. I just got ordinary man man gifts. <laughs> I got a book. I got a book about spoon carving, which I'm looking forward to getting into. I'm the man of a million hobbies, by the way. I'm just all the hobbies in the world. You're a jack of all trades, a master of none. Correct. But you know, you know the actual full version of that. Fra- there's a there's a whole longer version of that phrase. Did you know? No, I didn't know. What is it? Yes, yeah, so an interesting a, fact yeah. about that phrase. Here's an interesting fact about phrases. A lot of phrases we only know the first. Uh, the first uh, Section, part of them, yeah. like you say, uh, if two people have the same thought, what do we say? Uh, great minds think alike. But fools. Great minds differ. think alike. Yeah, and then yeah, that's the second line. But fools sell. But fools seldom differ. See, I prefer so that fair. part of it because it's yeah. more insulting. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So do I. It's like a, a total jab in the ribs. Whereas the one for uh, Jack of all trades, but a master of none. The full version is Jack of all trades, but a master of none. But better than a master of one. He's ah. saying it's better to be pretty good at everything than really good at underwater basket weaving, but you can't tie your shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> so to answer that question, uh, I got a book about spoon carving. There we go, Chen. What was the question? For fuck, you asked it. What do you want for Christmas? And what did you right. get? I'm I'm generally one of these people who. I don't really want anything. I don't really need anything. Because um, I'm drunk, we'll just go deep. This was the first Christmas where my mom, it wasn't a big Christmas at all, but my girlfriend got me a very nice present. Have you seen it, Sobe? I'm going to go get it for you. Okay, okay. I wanted a big TV. I'm getting a big TV. That's good. Yeah. I also, I'm also going to Berlin with my other half, which I'm absolutely ecstatic about I didn't mention that because I didn't know I was getting it so I didn't know to ask for it I did ask for the book about spoon carving and I got the book about spoon carving but I got a surprise trip to Berlin which I'm super excited about I'm coming on that by the way brilliant so I got this knife can you see it oh my god that's it I saw it before I didn't know it was a square ended one I really like that I like cooking so she got me a really nice knife and um, a knife mag- magnet thing to hold all my knives is over there it's great and within 30 seconds I'd cut my thumb that's good though. It's the sound of a good knife. It's beautiful. Uh, what kind? Beautiful. Of, what kind of steel is it? I don't know. I don't know. I can find out for you and text you later. Yeah, I just I'm generally it's a lovely knife. I've been looking at getting one myself, but it feels like I'm cheating on my hobby by buying knives. Why don't you carve a knife? I've well, got one. I, I did used to make knives. Chen's got two of the ones I made for him. Be ah, right back. Okay. It's just we're talking about murdering people and shit, and I'm sitting next to him as he starts pulling out knives and that. You know, it's, uh, I'm cool, I'm calm, I'm collated. I know I'm probably faster than him. But <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, at so this point, James, you're definitely more held together. James made me that knife. Wait a minute, James. And the what? other one. I made and the other one. I made yeah. Oh, I can't be bothered. The wee one. Again. Still, I, 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 I get the point. One. Two knives will do the job. Right. You know, this just... one's sharp. Yeah. Okay. This did you just did you just throw it into the wall then? Yep. Threw it at my dog. <laughs> we go back to that question of things you wouldn't kill. Luckily it hit him in the nose with a handle. <laughs> right. Um, uh, yeah, I got a nice knife. That was about it, really. Cool, yeah. I got other stuff, I can't remember. Doug asks. Is that Dougie? Doug Elder. Dougie yeah. Elder. Doug Elder. Like that. Hey Dougie. Uh, what kind of serial killer would you be? He actually texted me this, so I just replied, the sexiest, and I'm sticking with that answer. Cool. Jim? Uh, to try and put a bit of, I don't want to say seriousness, because we're never going to get there, but I would be a process killer. I think I would enjoy the act of killing more than the act of having a dead body. 
You could be a process disposer as well. Yeah, true. I mean, I just think that that would be more fun. Yeah. Yep, so I'd be the sexiest. I'd also, if I had to choose to be a process killer, it'd be more fun the act of actually killing than killing for the body to be the byproduct of what you did. But how would you dispose of the body? I would eat every inch of that body. Every body. Every inch. Bones and all. Suck them. Done. Uh, I would dispose of them either the acid. I think that's a good way of doing it if you research it well enough. But didn't they prove that it wouldn't work? I don't know. It was all to do with how much body fat and stuff like that. I think if you've got the if you've got the facilities and the time and a secure place to do it, you could get rid of a body completely. It's if you ignore evidence such as CCTV of someone going into your home, if you just had them in your house and you want to get rid of them, I think it'd be, it would be relatively simple because it's just a case of breaking it down to manageable items. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Cut every body part up, put it in a suitcase, ship it off to Taiwan, ship the next one off to North Korea, sorted. Sorted. <laughs> yeah, so is that are those the best body disposal methods you've badly researched, or is there another one that's the, the best method? Oh, that. You always hear the the Sorry. urban the urban legend about feeding people to pigs. I don't know. I never know how true that is. I have no idea either. I don't know how that. true that would be. That'd be a good one. But I put H. H. Holmes because he basically he did melt them in acid. He cut them up and gave put them in suitcases for people to take away. Easy. He killed over two hundred people. <laughs> He's what I aspire to be. I want to be a hotel owner, basically, slash serial killer. Slash have a great thatch moustache. <laughs> right. Um, Bethan Billingsley now asks... Because I'm not 100% sure where she's from, I once dealt with a company in Wales, and every time we rang up and asked for Bethan, they would always correct me and say she's called Bethan. 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 So, so Bethan, Bethan, if you are listening, please ignore the way that your name isn't pronounced. In fact, correct us. Yeah. What do you mean? Us? You're not part of this podcast. Correct them. Thank you. I'm the one who said it. <laughs> um, Bethan. So, Bethan asks, are there any cases you wouldn't cover, either because they're too, na- they're too nasty or they're too recent? I don't see recency being a huge problem. The things we wouldn't really cover, tell me if you disagree, James, are mm-hmm. things that don't have a conclusion. So be like, well, this happened, this happened, this happened, but we don't have an end to the story. I stumbled across a podcast, and a lot of them were... It was a cold case podcast, and a lot of them ended with, and we and will we ever know what will happen with such and such? And I was, it was ultimately really unsatisfying as a piece of entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> there was yeah. no closure. Mm-hmm. To be brutally honest, I think there are cases that we wouldn't cover... But it wouldn't be because they were too nasty or too recent. It would be because other podcasts and programs had done them much better than we could ever do. I don't think there's any point in us doing John Bernier Ramsey. I don't think there's any point in us really doing Fred and Rose West. Yeah, there's no the, point in us doing Jack, we'll do, Jack the Ripper. We will do huge ones now and again. But the whole point of what we're trying to do is maybe people you haven't heard of. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're trying to expose. There's, there's no point. You coming along here to hear our take on Fred West because there's loads of other podcasts that you can listen to that would 
do that. The only thing we could do is we're, we're both daft enough to probably drive to the street that the house is on and do a podcast parked outside it. But there you know, was, that's the only thing. <coughs> there was a topic I would think, well, maybe we probably won't cover that, but I think that might be our next actual topic, won't it, James? Yes. Yeah, yes. That, that is actually going to be... We, we can't refer to it by its working title because it's quite insensitive. Yeah. Uh, but there are, there are a few things. And there's ones that you think... Are we going to do that? We're going to try and get back onto doing some recent, more recent big hitters of. We're trying to get into the ones where you know about them, you know vaguely what they do, you know their name, but you don't know a great deal else about them. We're trying to get into the public consciousness and trying to explain fully who they are and what they did, really. Yeah. Because there's plenty of people that you know about, you can pick them out of a lineup, you can tell us why, why they're in jail, but you can't tell us the reasons and what they did. I don't believe there's anything too nasty for us. No, I mean, there's ones where you think, if the question is, are we saying that we're bothered about offending the family, then, well, I doubt the family, if you are a family of someone who's been murdered, you wouldn't want to uh, listen to a murder podcast. Exactly, they wouldn't listen to it, would they? I think the only case that I wouldn't cover that would be too far to home was the case of a woman recently who went missing locally, was found uh, murdered, sadly. Her body was transported up the street. Is this the wheelie bin? bin? Yeah, the wheelie bin. Yep, the wheelie bin one. And it turns out that it's the a person that lives three doors down from me. It's his sister. Oof. So I, w- I, w- I don't think... I think out of respect, that's what I wouldn't want to do because it's a little bit too close to home, both literally and figuratively. Yeah. Okay. I, and and at this point, there's no conclusive answer. There's no not a lot of information out there, and it's literally just it's one level above curtain twitching, gossiping at the moment. I think so. When more comes out about it, perhaps we will do. But I don't think it's well. Certainly, when there's a conclusion, anyway. Yeah, when there's a conclusion, we'll look into it and do a small episode. But I just don't think it's right, as the case is still ongoing. To speculate, or even just to do it for the sake of titillation, really. You could argue that for all of our cases, really, I suppose. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no point in starting something that, that hasn't got a conclusion. But as far as nastiness, I'm pretty happy to cover anything. Well, anything apparently, the end of 29 is pretty rough. Apparently, the end of episode 29 is pretty rough. Not just the end, it's the entire episode of it. It's, it's, it's yeah, some horrible things. I'm not there yet. But yeah, yeah Until Kids that, episode, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the final Until Kids episode is quite a hard listen. It was hard to do, to be honest. But like uh, even in that, there's things we won't go into. There was more to find out about, about the child molestation, but we, didn't, we don't go into detail. We'll mention it happened, but we're not going to go into detail on it. Yeah. I think for things like about child molestation, it's not what we're here to do. Yeah. You know, we're, we're not here no, to we're here to record a podcast, that. James. Well, well, yeah, exactly, but like... <laughs> I'm just going to cancel that order, hang on. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Gary Glitter... <laughs> no, uh, basically, it's... Uh, I, again, I don't think it's down to the nastiness, and I don't think... I'm not pretending that Kate and Jenny McCann are going to listen to this and start a lawsuit against us, <laughs> or at least against Storby, <laughs> because... <laughs> Because just... it'll draw too much attention to them. Well, yeah. Well, it's going to get the case back in the news, isn't it? And it's, you know, good publicity for us. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not basically under the illusion that we're in anyone's radar that's going to be linked to these 
you're not going to find us unless you're looking for us, and you're not going to look for us unless you like this kind of thing. So mm-hmm. I don't think we're at any risk of offending anyone important or involved in any of these cases, but I think the only ones we would avoid would be... We're not going to go into too much detail about child abuse because we don't enjoy researching it, and hopefully you out there don't enjoy hearing about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah. There was details I left out of the Robert Knapper uh, story. There's details we left out of the uh, the Jesus Army cults episodes, the things you left out of there, because it was just, all you need to say is, child abuse. And, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you just leave it, leave it vague. For obvious reasons. People are interested in the crimes, they're interested in the murders, but they're less interested in the, like, as you say, the, the molestation of children. That's a strange thing. I think it was Albert Fish, that, well, it, it was him, that wrote a letter to Grace Budd's family. There was a little girl that he killed and, and actually ate her. Uh, he wrote a letter to a family saying, yes, I did kill her, and yes, I did eat her, but at least I didn't rape her. Lovely. Yeah, and lovely. she was 11. Yeah. So... You know, that, it just showed us that, that different line. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's grim. So there you go, Bethan, Bethan, Double B. Double B. Double B. Double B Billingsley. No, Double... The, the, the second B in the Double B is the Billingsley. You. It's not important. Double C. Thank you for your question. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And that, that, that's, it. that's all the questions we've got. What? That's, what do you mean, what? That is... One and a half hours so far. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, right. Coming up, the next 40 questions are from <laughs> the, poli- the police. Um, what, well, <laughs> here, here's a question. Yes, boss. <laughs> what is coming up? Right. Who, who are we covering next? Who are you covering next? Well, I think we might have mentioned what, what James wants to do in the next one, but I don't want to give it away in case we haven't. I don't think he did, actually. Well, I, think he not, I don't do... think he did tonight. I think he's, he's done it in a... Give a teaser. The tease is going to be, it's going to be probably a double episode of quick fire cases. Do you, if, I don't know if anyone remembers the, was it was it the Valentine's Day one we did? About the killer couples? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where well, that was like three or four cases each, or like two cases each over the course of a double episode. Mm-hmm. It's basically going to be more quick fire. You're not going to get people's life story. You're going to get, it's going to be a breakdown of the crime and what happened, and then the the arrest and the victim, and then a next case, a next case, a next case. More of a quickfire one, and we're going to use that, basically, to free up some time for some heavy research into a big hitter. Hello. What are you doing? Drink. We're being distracted <laughs> by, by Jennifer. Hi, James. Hello. He says hello. hello. What have you got to drink? He says, what are you wearing? She's naked, James. You're missing it. So am I. Lovely job, Liz. Send you pictures later. Do you want a whiskey? (laughs) Again. (laughs) You feed his interest, but I don't think he heard you. (laughs) Hmm? No. You said again, but she can't hear, so it's fine. Oh, right, yeah. Again? I get self-conscious if you're here. I'm sorry. I'm trying to be really quiet. It's fine. I'll just edit all out. That juice is so noisy. And that juice is nice, isn't it, James? <laughs> Sorry, James. It's okay. I'll let you off. Don't say that about my girlfriend. Don't do it again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fucking bitch. Bye-bye. Where were we? I like I like the way that this makes this reflects badly on Chen that your girlfriend came into the room and you were like, you're making too much noise. I've banished mine downstairs. She's currently sat just like on the computer or something. I don't know. I left mine at home with the kids. 
even back. And you're not going back. <laughs> Don't tell me. That was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think that, that's all the questions we've got anyway, so... Have you got anything else you want to cover? I don't know. I told James I was going to ask him a question. Did you? Yeah, I texted you the other day. I was like, how how do you think the podcast has affected our friendship? Oh, yeah. That was it. Right, yeah. I had an answer prepared for this. I think it's affected it positively because in the past, we'd kind of go long stretches without speaking to each other. Then we'd speak to each other very intensely and then not speak for a while. And also, I didn't feel like I came up to see you enough of the time. It's definitely done that. It's definitely like bridged the, the gap of seeing each other. Oh, yeah. Well, it's also, is, you know, it, pisses me off because you're a lazy bastard. Well, yeah, that, that's, <laughs> you, were, you were always going to find that out. <laughs> you knew what you were getting into. <laughs> yeah, because I'm the man of a million hobbies, I also play guitar in a band. And I'm not in the band to get famous. I'm in the band because it's an excuse to see my mates. It's... The song in the in our intro music, that's my ba- a track off one of my band's recordings. That's the reason why we don't have to pay anyone. A uh, big shout out to Alan, thank you for letting us use that, even though I didn't ask him. Well, the voice, the voice <laughs> over in it that... isn't the part of the band, your music's not that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That That's just chat. But uh, Alan was saying that he thought, oh, my friend's doing a podcast, let's have a listen. And then it started, he was like, I know this song, I fucking produced it and recorded it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was like, when were you going to tell me? And I was like, oh, it was, he didn't care. I remember Come when on. we used that, he like, he'll never listen, he'll never listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he won't listen now. Nah, he probably will do. I hope he does. But uh, yeah, so my involvement in the band isn't to become famous. It's like you don't play five-a-side football to become a professional footballer. You play it because you do something you enjoy with your friends. Yeah. Likewise with this, it adds uh, it adds deadlines to a friendship, basically. It means that I've got to speak to Chen every couple of weeks or else this all goes off the rails. <laughs> well, you're right, and I, um, I don't know what I was going to say. Adds deadlines to your friendship. Forces you to see each other more often. Yeah, which is only a positive for our bromance, let's say. A bromance. Exactly. Okay, let's we'll put this out there. Our figures, I showed Stobie before we started the podcast. We've had four thousand one hundred and thirty five downloads of all our episodes in just over a year. Is that better or worse than what you thought we'd be at at this stage? Personally, uh, better. I didn't think anyone would listen to us because <laughs> you've, you've you've kind of got to bear in mind that the vocal part of our fan base is minimal. And then when you look at social media, there's people that are interacting with the posts, but do they listen to us? You know, yeah, and then yeah. are people the the one thing I found about Instagram especially is a lot of it is everyone on Instagram's lovely. Everyone's really nice. I'm not having to go at anyone. But there comes a point when you're like, Are we massaging this podcast's ego so they and then they're just massaging our ego for their podcast and then it's like it, Instagram's just turning into businesses like in other businesses' posts to promote their own business. And if that's the case, if it's not, but really, there's actual... What it, what were the figures in our last episode? 100 people downloading it, listening to it? Um, Was it the more The start of the Ann Hill Kids, we got over 120 on the first episode, yeah, which is quite yeah. high. We've had higher on older episodes, but that was quite quickly to get to that number. Yeah, and the thing is, so that's 120 people that are listening to it, presumably past a certain point for it to count as a listen. If you just press download, go play, and then go, I don't like this, and cancel it, presumably that doesn't count. Or maybe it does, who knows. But, so for every person that's out there that's getting involved and sending questions, which we really appreciate, thank you, presumably there's people out there that listen in silence and don't get involved, and that's amazing too. So, 
I think it's quite encouraging because we've started this from nowhere and we're two idiots. I mean, if you go on Instagram, you'll see my current recording setup. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not exactly doing it on a, a big budget. Yeah, well, I, I just, forgot halfway through was we were just doing it as a bit of fun and I was getting too caught up with, oh, this has only had 60 lessons, this has only had 65 lessons. So I've actually I stopped li- looking until this afternoon when I was showing Stoby. And I says, yeah, it's a bit of fun. So we're doing good. We're doing good for a bit of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And that's yeah. it. If you, you're in it for the lessons and you're in it for the numbers, you're probably in it for the wrong reasons and yeah. you're not going to get the satisfaction you want from it. And I had to have that conversation with myself pretty early on when I was doing all of this because some of the numbers just don't hit where you expect. And you're like, nah. and when you just got onto the social media point, it's a strange beast. It really is. I've got yeah. two pages that I manage. One's got a lot more followers than the other one, but the other one is getting a lot more visibility, getting a lot more engagements yeah. and things yeah, like yeah. that. It just depends what you're hitting. And I, I personally would rather have, I've said this on, I think, the second episode of Fair City Podcast, I'd rather have, like, 20 vocal listeners than 2,000 silent listeners. You know? I'd rather have that interaction with people. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we we do, we get... Um, and you well, do, yeah, yeah. Beethan, Bethan, and Matt have been very... <laughs> Be- Bethan, no one pronounces it Bethan. <laughs> How did you say it was meant to be... Bethan. Bethan's the Welsh way. I don't think Bethan. she's Welsh, but... Bethan. Bethan. Yeah. No, not Bethan. Bethan. No, anyway, Ethan with a B. No one pronounces it that way. The lovely way. lady, the honourable lady, she and Matt, they've interacted loads, and we don't know who they are. And we've had a, a lot of people, um, the girl who works in the morgue on Instagram, she's messaged quite a lot. She's been quite silent, and I don't know if she's still listening. We've had a lot of interaction. And to have about 120 lessons per episode, I'm pretty sure it's not all people I know. Although a lot of people no, I know I, do listen. And, but but the fact is, we're just two idiots. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking you know, about anymore. And with, with, with a minimal marketing thing behind it, I mean, I do know a bit about marketing from work. That's why I've been in trying to engage with people through actually providing posts rather than just, we're a podcast, come listen to us. I'm yeah. trying to give you things that you would actually like, that I that me as a true crime fan would like to see. I'm trying to, but I've got to be careful, I've got to straddle the bridge between that and becoming a meme page. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So it, so it is That's tricky. what a listener group's for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly, definitely. Right. Are we done? Oh, well, I've got no more questions. Do you want to plug yourself? <laughs> Into what? I beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. That sounds far too rude. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, so, yeah, well, thanks for having me on again, guys. Oh, um, our pleasure <laughs> right thanks thanks for having us <laughs> um, if you want to get me on the old social medias you'll get me at dstoby or at fcpodnet on most of them or on my new one at the perth podcast as well so what's, the, what's that about so perth podcast is basically a roundup of news events local talent and what's going on in and about perth and Keeping it under 30 minutes, so it's like aiming for a commute, and that's out every two weeks. At the moment, we're on a, we're on a holiday, so the last episode was um, two interviews sort of stitched together um, about autism, and the next episode is going to be audio from an event we were invited to at the Yard Sunday Social. 
I went there the first week open. It was actually quite good. Yeah, well, yeah. we went on the... That sounds fantastic. We it's went on bigger the, now. Much bigger now. Yeah, we went on the Christmas barket. So yeah. it's the, the doggy one. And the dogs. Uh, and I'm not really a dog person. Uh, it doesn't mean I dislike dogs completely, but I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I really did. Oh, good, good, good. good and good, I got free food, which, <laughs> you know, just... Boost, was it dog food? Boost my no, it wasn't dog food. It was, <laughs> it was very, very good quality food, <laughs> and that just boosts my approval of the event entirely. So, this is a podcast comes out every two weeks. Yeah, and you you've already missed episodes after five episodes, six episodes. No, we're on a holiday, so we're not taking. <laughs> we're on. not we're not coming out with the regular on a, format on a holiday. Come on. So our regular format isn't coming out, but we're using other audio to keep yeah, out on yeah. the every second week. Uh, I, we've only missed like one episode so, or so two. Episodes. I haven't missed a week yet. No. <laughs> you guys have. <laughs> Twice. That's fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> In a year, that's not bad. <laughs> Hang on, twice? Yeah, twice. Was it? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. I can't, I can't, the first one was the time you were up and we didn't want to record for reasons and then the second oh, one I can't yeah. remember the second one why did we miss the second one because somebody was an idiot I was, I was, I was in Budapest ah Budapest I was just like as, as they say life. in Hungary I was living la vida loca ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, right that is right yeah so yeah so thanks for having me as the, the too long don't read Thank, thanks for thanks for starting this by the way you guys started it okay no, you did. Well, you have thanked me you enough. You hang up first. Roll with it now. What about science and fiction? What's happened with science and fiction? So science and fiction is between seasons. The next season we're looking to discuss the fictions of science. So we will be talking about... Sex robots. Yeah. The, the, well, actually, it's the only thing to talk well, about. Well, no, we were, we were going to talk about like the, the Earth not being flat and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah. It's actually a really good lesson. The, the science of fiction, I really like that. It podcast, is actually good yeah. because you, you actually have it's not. Whereas this podcast is two idiots that once did a bit of psychology at uni, <laughs> the science of fiction podcast actually has qualified legit scientists in it. Yep. Namely, after you, Doctor Duncan Forgan, astrophysicist. Exactly. He knows yep. his onions. And he does know his onions. And it's got me and Stu. <laughs> As yeah, well. you with all the dad jokes, Stu with more dad jokes. <laughs> no, it's a good lesson. Um, yeah. As for us, you know where to find us: Instagram, a bloody mess. Twitter. Dot coms mess underscore podcast, I believe. Yep, that's it. Yeah. That's Facebook, a oh, fucking a bloody mess. You'll find us. You'll find us. Yeah. Also, search for a a bloody mess listeners group. It's a good laugh. It's becoming a, a really nice little community. I realized the other day that. If this podcast ends, we've just created like a really nice place for like many people to hang out, and it's only small at the minute, but we've done it from nothing, so I'm proud of that. Could be anything. Um, yeah, it is a nice little community. Um, like, Are you going to edit that out, or is it just going to be like four no, minutes no, of silence? He's, he's oh, going to well. edit that out. <laughs> oh well, yes. Um, right. Like us, share us, subscribe to us, stuff like that. We meant to Rev- we meant to review us. Review us, that's a big thing as well. Review us, give us a five-star review. Give yeah. us a one-star review. Don't give us a one-star review, please. Just drop no, a five-star. If, you, if you're unsatisfied with the product you've received today, get in touch first and see if we can resolve <laughs> that before you leave a review. And we will offer you a full refund for this free entertainment you've received. <laughs> well, look, don't promise that. You can't give people this hour and a half back, okay? Okay, it's it about an hour. No, but that's that's how time works. Oh that's God. how time works. It's nearly fucking. People say, "Oh, that's two hours. I won't be getting back." Yes, that's how time works. <laughs> Next question: it's... Are we making this 
two parts because that's nearly two hours. If we can find the time to split it, we can because people are just aren't going to listen this far. Plus, it gives us more chance to research our next subject, so possibly. It gives you more time to research your next subject. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. An extra two these, spo- these spoons won't carve themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, thank you very much for listening. James, say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Muchly appreciated. It's been just over a year. It's our second Christmas with you, and it's been amazing. Sobe, sign us out. What, what's your sign out again? See you later, motherfuckers. Bye bye. Bye. I'm gonna piss myself, honestly. Yeah, so am I. I've been I've been holding it in for like forty minutes. You've been listening to another great podcast from the Fair City Podcast Network, a group dedicated to connecting and developing podcasts. Check out fcpod.net for more great podcasts and content.